Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi everyone, I'm Kate Boyle and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. This week I'm excited because we are chatting about how do we stay healthy whilst on holidays. So if we are traveling, if we're going on, you know, that holiday we've been waiting for, how can we keep some of our healthy habits going and stay relatively on track while still indulging and, you know, making the most of everything that's on offer whilst we're on our holiday. Now, I wanted to do this podcast because I myself have just been on a five-week holiday or five-week, you know, spent five weeks traveling with my family around Europe. So with my husband and my two girls that are seven and nine. So it was a really fun experience. And when I got back, because we visited the UK uh, France, Italy, and Germany. And, you know, I shared lots of uh, photos and that in my stories online. And people were asking me, you know, you had lots of gelato and pastries and all this sort of amazing, delicious food, but you don't look like you've put on weight. How do you do that? You know, a few of my clients are always like they lose weight. They tell me they lose weight before they go on holidays so that they can put weight on whilst they're on holidays and then it doesn't feel so bad. So a few things that help me stay on track whilst I'm on holidays and, uh, you know, you guys might already be doing some of these or it might be something that you want to dial in. I'm not sure about you, but I know when I'm traveling or I'm on holidays, I'm one of those people where I don't like eating out three times a day. If you're staying in a hotel and you can't make any food or anything and you're having to eat breakfast out, lunch out, dinner out, after a couple of days, I know in my body, I don't feel as good. I don't feel as switched on mentally. I don't generally have as much energy. I tend to want to lie around more, sleep, you know, not sort of be active. And I don't feel confident and comfortable in my own skin. I start to feel a little bit antsy, like I need to move more or, you know, and some of that coming back up in me, you know, is that dancer and the feud issues that I've had to work through over the years. And, you know, sometimes it's just me. I have to, you know, just calm down and saying, you know, this is what enjoyment's like. But I know personally, when I'm eating out three times a day, I don't feel amazing. So when you're on holidays, if possible, and what we did to help sort of combat some of this of eating out all the time is we picked accommodation where we had a kitchen and we had good access to food so we could do food prep and also have a space to cook meals when and if we wanted to. So we give ourselves options. And I think if you can do that, that's great. So many hotel rooms nowadays are kind of like an apartment slash hotel room and they have a bit of a kitchenette in them. So you can, you know, even if it's just making breakfast in the morning before you set out for the day, you can kick your day off with, you know, a healthy balanced breakfast without feeling like you're overindulging, you know, like what happens if you're 
you're, you know, going out to eat breakfast. So definitely picking accommodation where you have access to good food. So, you know, most places where we stayed at, we were in walking distance to some sort of, you know, supermarket or small supermarket where we could buy food to prep ourselves. Um, And, you know, having two kids on hand, when you're eating out all the time, it can get really expensive as well. So not only from a health initiative, but even from a bit of a cost savings initiative, making some of your own food can definitely help with that too. And having two kids, you know, with you that might not be open, you know, you arrive at a restaurant and you're like, oh yeah, I I could eat this or I could eat that. Sometimes with kids, they're not as easy, you know, to find foods that they're going to enjoy. So making sure that we had some, you know, healthy snacks on hand and also, you know, a backup sandwich or something so that if we got somewhere and one, we couldn't find somewhere to eat or two, we couldn't find somewhere where everybody was happy to eat, we had backup options. So if you are a family and you are traveling, I definitely recommend having some backup options. And for us, you know, we stayed mostly in apartments. So we made, you know, our breakfast at the apartment in the morning. So, you know, ticking off and kicking off the day with a healthy meal. And then we generally made lunch and took it with us. We were flat chat. I tell you, most of the days we were walking around 20,000 steps. So really busy. Um, My girls obviously had never been to Europe. It's been 14 years since uh, me and my husband had been there. So we wanted to see as much as we could in the limited amount of time we had. So we were go, go, go most of the time. So making sure that we had a healthy lunch on hand meant that we could just, you know, stop somewhere and have lunch. Or a few times we were actually queuing for things, whether or not it was a museum, or something and you know you're in the queue for a good 20 minutes or half an hour and rather than you know having to find more time to stop somewhere for lunch we'd often just eat our lunch while we were standing in the queue okay That definitely happened on a few occasions. So having access to places where you can make food and then making some of your own food helps. And in saying that, you know, we definitely ate out. Or for us, it felt like we ate out a lot. We enjoyed plenty of pizza and pasta in Italy, you know, and plenty of uh, pastries and boulangeries and breads and baguettes and stuff in Paris um, and France. So we definitely ate out, but this was a way that we could just balance it out. The other thing is, you know, definitely think of indulging and enjoying your holiday. But, you know, the 80-20 rule is such a great rule when you eat healthy sort of 80% of the time and then the other 20% of the time you can indulge. And that's kind of my general philosophy. You guys, you know, know I'm all about having that healthy balance. And that's kind of the healthy balance we had whilst we were on holidays. We really didn't feel like we missed out at all. So, you know, we might have had breakfast and lunch, you know, that we had made ourselves. We might have had a gelato in the afternoon and we might have had, you know, eaten out for dinner. And, you know, choices for dinner, if I could, I'd often opt for some type of protein and then lots of veggies. So, you know, I had a couple of really lovely steaks with some amazing salads and things. And, you know, if I had a gelato in the afternoon, I usually didn't feel like a dessert afterwards because I'd already had something sweet. So, 
Sort of sticking to that 80-20 rule most of the time really helps you to stay on track as well. And then you never feel like you're really limiting yourself or missing out because you're always having, you know, a little bit of indulgence and then, you know, that nice healthy food that keeps you on track. Now, other things that we did was we were organized and sometimes that can be really hard. Some people find that difficult to do, but, you know, having healthy snacks, when we were boarding our planes, we did a few flights, we always made sure that we had some simple healthy snacks on hand. And that might've been, you know, some nuts or a trail mix or some pieces of fruit, um, some pre-made sandwiches, again, things that are simple and easy. You know, we had a leftover, you know, meal that we'd taken with us or make it made, you know, a night before where we were staying, we'd take that with us too. So, Wherever you can, if you can just have a few healthy snacks on hand, when you get caught in those places where there's no food around you or the only options are food that you're not really that enamored with, you can just pull something out of your bag. Now, having two kids and going to Europe, we took our girls to Euro Disney. Never been, you know, girls had never been to Disneyland before, so this was an amazing experience. But Disneyland is a full day. If you guys know and you have children, you know, it opens at like 10 a.m. and the fireworks are at 9 p.m. at night. So we were there a full day. So we definitely took healthy snacks and that on hand. So, you know, kids eat all the time, but as an adult, even through that whole day where you're walking and walking and you're getting adrenaline dumps by going on rides, then you're going to get hungry. So having those healthy snacks on hand made a huge difference in so many of the places that we visited, especially when we were in places and the girls didn't like something, or even for us, you know, your options may be, you know, an average looking sandwich that's been sitting in the cabinet for a few days. We always had something that we could pull out of our bag and it made it so much easier. Hi, everyone. I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know that you can download a free 15-minute core Pilates workout that I've designed especially for you to work your entire body and your core, including your pelvic floor and deep layer of abdominals to really build strength, stability, and mobility. This is a nice quick workout you can fit into your day. It's definitely 100% doable. You don't need any equipment to do it. And I guarantee once you finish your 15 minutes of Pilates, you will feel stronger, more energized, taller, and really joyful and happy for moving your body and getting those endorphins moving. So don't forget, head on over to the show notes and download that free core workout and try some Pilates with me. I can't wait to see you on your mat. Now, moving on from food, some of the movement things that helped is that we walked all the time. So if you were doing any type of holiday, it's a new destination. Walking is such a great way to explore and see a new place. So whether or not you're having a beach holiday at a resort and you can go down and walk along the beach each day or maybe walk into the local town or you're somewhere like Europe where, you know, you can walk around the towns and, you know, hop on and off 
buses or trains or public transport and that using and utilizing and walking can make such a big difference to your movement. So it keeps all your joints moving. We know that walking is a, you know, really gentle form of exercise, but it still is exercise. So you generally feel exhausted at the end of the day when you've had a big day of walking, which is definitely what we did. Now, being away and only having small spaces, because I tell you, a few of the like little apartments that we booked, the rooms, you know, they only have a bare minimum of space around the bed where you could put your suitcase, but you couldn't even unfold it because that's how tight it was. It wasn't as easy to, you know, try to work out, you know, and I was exhausted some days and, you know, with all that sort of stress of traveling, it wasn't as easy to do and that was okay. What I did take with me though, and which I think is a great idea if you're going on holiday or traveling, is to take a massage ball. So really simple, small fits into your bag. And if you get any tight spots, which, you know, I had a few sort of tight mid-backs. We were carrying a backpack every day with, you know, our water bottles and our food. At the end of the day, I could just grab out that massage ball, release off my back a little and release off my glutes. So I was still doing some type of release work that was manageable in the tiny spaces that we may have been staying in. On top of that, I also took a TheraBand, okay, so a long sort of elastic band, again, really light, easily packs into your bag, doesn't take up any space at all. And that was fantastic for, you know, doing a few stretches, doing some hamstring stretches. But also if I did feel like doing a workout, which I did a few short workouts, you know, throughout the holiday whilst we were staying in slightly bigger places, you know, just 10 or 15 minutes, either in the morning or in the evening, depending on if I was trying to, you know, energize for the day or if I was trying to just stretch out and unwind, I would use that band and add it in for some strength work too. So two really simple pieces of equipment or tools that you can use that really don't take up any space. And if you are doing a lot of walking or a lot of movement, or maybe you're not doing any more, any at all, you get tight, okay? Your body, when it's out of routine, you know, sleeping in a different bed, not doing the same amount of activity, maybe doing more or less, gets tight in different areas. And, you know, also a friend said to me as well, going on a long plane flight where you may be stuck sitting down for a number of hours, it's so great to have that massage ball because you can use it, which I certainly did again in my flights. And the same thing, you know, during the flight, I got up as much as I can, did some standing quad stretches, you know, did some calf rises, tried to keep that circulation going because, again, as we know, the more movement that we can do, the better we're going to feel feel, especially if you've got some of those long haul flights like we do. When you're coming from Australia, pretty much to anywhere, you know, America, England or whatever, it takes many, many hours to get there. So we were definitely over those flights by the end, but just having that massage ball and making sure that I was just adding in a few stretches, it didn't have to be a lot. I definitely felt better for it by the end of the flight. Now, the other thing, you know, just finally I want to mention as well is that if we can keep some of our regular routines going whilst we're away on overseas, that can help as well with just 
being aware of our health and sticking to our healthy habits. So, you know, maybe that's, you know, having the same breakfast each morning. Maybe when you're usually at home, you get up and you do, you know, a 10 minute stretch session. So continuing with a few of those habits when you go away can just really help you stay on track. And generally you want to pick, you know, anything that you should be doing daily or you doing as a habit should be enjoyable. So it shouldn't feel like a chore. I know sometimes you go overseas or on holiday and you're like, oh, it's just fantastic. I can do nothing. I can just take a break from everything, zone out. And sometimes our bodies do need a rest. That's when we just need to listen to our body. So if your body, you know, the first few days you're away, you may, you know, be telling you that it's tired and you just need to take that rest, then listen to it and do so. I know there was a few times when we were overseas, we were traveling in spring, but it was still, you know, uh, colder weather. A few times I started to get a bit of a, a sore throat or whatever. So, you know, I listened to my body. I didn't overtax it. You know, I didn't do any extra workouts or, or underfeed it or try to stress myself out any further. I just really tried to nourish it really well, you know, listened and took rest when I could and didn't add anything extra in on my plate. So sticking to your regular routines where you can and the ones that you really enjoy. Or maybe when you're at home, you usually only can fit in, you know, a 10-minute workout in the morning because you have to get ready for work and get kids organized and whatever. But maybe when you're on holiday, you can do a 20-minute or a half-an-hour session because you don't have those time constraints. So looking at either maintaining your habits, extending your habits, but keeping some of them going really makes a difference. I think it's when we go on holidays and we do absolutely nothing, which sometimes we need, but if we do it for a long period of time and, you know, we're kind of just eating everything and not, you know, sort of paying attention to how our body feels, we can sometimes get back from our holidays and go, oh, ah, that was great, but I don't feel so good. And then you have to spend so much more time, you know, working to lose the weight or get your energy back or, you know, get regular with going to the toilet again or, or whatever it may be. So sticking and just keeping to a couple of those healthy habits can sort of play out and really have some benefits when you return also. And then finally, you know, just remember to enjoy what you're choosing. So uh, when we were in Paris, you know, Paris and Italy, sorry, Paris and France is very well known for their pastries and their croissants. So I indulged in those and I had those foods that were specific to that region, um, you know, and so choosing those foods in that region is fantastic because you will know that they're made really well. But having a croissant in the UK is very different to having a croissant in France. So I didn't have the croissants in the UK. I just had them in France where I know they're going to be made really well. So choosing to enjoy and indulge in those foods that are specific to the region is fantastic. But when there's a lot of processed foods on offer that you know, you know that aren't that good for you and they don't taste that amazing and you're not that fast, then just skipping those, leaving them and choosing a better option for you at the time is generally a better way to go if you can. So please reach out, you know, let me know, do you use some of these healthy hacks? You know, do you have some certain things you do when you're on holiday to help you stay on track? How does that make you feel? Do you usually come back from holidays feeling, you know, amazingly energized and ready to go? Or do you often come back and get sick? 
Now, I admit, coming back from this holiday, uh, I picked up a flu on the plane, you know, a 14-hour flight, an eight-hour flight. I had a man sitting next to me that was sneezing and coughing the whole time. So unfortunately, I picked up a bit of a bug, which, you know, although it happens a lot when we're on, you know, going on planes, but also in those few days leading up to that final sort of plane flight, um, you know, we'd been rushing for trains and planes. So I know my stress and cortisol levels were through the roof. And so, you know, I'd been tired from traveling for five weeks. So our immune system was probably a little bit run down as you do when you're traveling for a period of time. So, you know, optimizing that return trip home, if you can make sure that you, you know, lower your stress levels by being organized, you know, in the lead up, getting to the plane, you know, on the airport that little bit earlier, if you can, making sure you've fueled your body well, you've got some healthy snacks if you can, and getting some good sleep. So for us, we were on an overnight flight too. So, you know, I had everything stacked against me really. And when I got back, I just had to rest. That was my body's way, you know, fighting an infection. I really just had to rest and until I recovered to then get back into everything. So, you know, the other final thing to remember is you may do all of these things, but you may also be that little bit run down. But if you can, you know, stay to most of these things, you know, you can stay on track for most of the time and then get back and uh, get into all your healthy routines. All right. Well, that's it for me for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Please reach out and tag me on social if you're listening. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast. Every subscription counts. All right. Have a fantastic week, everybody. And I'll be back next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.